Hey everybody, I'm Jasmine Pemberton and I am here with the beautiful Janine Pemberton. Now she is my sister, a Toastmaster, a Texas resident, a mom to two beautiful girls. And she's here with us today for this sister to sister conversation. Give it up. Hey Janine <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jasmine. It is a pleasure and an honor for me to be here with you tonight discussing sisterhood. Woo -woo. Sisterhood. Now, for the audience who may be wondering which of us is the older and which of us is the younger, we're going to let them guess for five seconds. <laughs> no, tell them, tell them. <laughs> She's younger. I'm older. Yes, yes, yes but beautiful and wise and here to share your wisdom gems with me and others who are watching. Before I came along, you were the baby. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing. I want to find out how did you feel about becoming an older sister? Thank you for that question. Well, let's think about it. Being an oldest sister, I think at the time I might not have been as happy as I am now. Like now that I've gotten to know you <laughs> and spent some years, you know, with you, I feel like I've loved you and, you know, I can nurture and give pour into you now. But when you first came along, it was like, who is this child stealing all the attention? You know, like I was the, you know, the prized baby. And now there's this new shiny baby. <laughs> so I guess at that time, I wasn't really thrilled to have a younger sibling. But now looking back and thinking like, you know, all the times that we got to do things together because we're close in age, mm -hmm. <clears throat> it was really nice. It was good. It was good to have a younger sister, someone that I can boss around. And now I'm not getting bossed around anymore, you know, so that was cool. And then later on, you know, as we got older, it was someone that I could talk to and bond with. Nice. That's awesome. So it only took a couple of years before I, <laughs> before I got a <laughs> And for those wondering, we are four years apart. So yeah, it is cool. I think that's like a good uh, vibe coming up under you. I remember um, admiring you guys and there was a period where you you both felt so much older than me, where I was just like watching you both be cool and awesome and then like sneaking into your stuff and taking shoes and clothes and then living my <laughs> own fabulous life with your fabulous stuff, you know? <laughs> People thought it was my stuff, but it was your stuff. But yeah, so thanks for your generosity whether you were aware or not. Yeah, I was aware, yes. <laughs> cool. So let me see. What is one of your favorite childhood memories when you think back to kid life? Well, for me, a good memory would be when we were living in Manhattan and it was around Christmas time and we had the tree up and the lights going and we were home with mom. I think we were still decorating and daddy comes home and he brings in these Hess trucks. Oh, Hess trucks. <laughs> yeah, I remember the Hess truck. He brings in these Hess trucks and he gives it to each of us. 
and we all got our own hashtag. And I was just so excited. It wasn't Christmas Day or anything, but he had given us these trucks as a gift. So I just remember that all the time, you know. Uh, and I think also, like, I remember it so much because daddy would always go to work every day. And then when he came home, it was like he was the superstar. He'd be like, oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. And mommy would be home with us all day. And, you know, I just remember him coming home with the, with that Hess truck. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those Hess trucks. Yes, those were good gifts. You know, one of my favorite childhood memories is when we were in St. Martin. Uh -huh. And we uh -huh. were staying, I think, in grandma's house. And there was a hurricane. Mm. But I don't think we were afraid so much as we were like, oh, we can't go outside <laughs> and things are different, like powers off and things. And you guys made a song. Do you remember <laughs> the lyrics? I do not. I remember seeing pigs flying and <laughs> yeah, I remember the hurricane. You said the roof were yeah. flying over people's houses. Here were the that lyrics. Makes... Lyrics were, I want to go home. I want to go home. If anybody asks you what's the matter with you, my friend. Tell them that there has been a hurricane, no water, no ice. I'm in pain. There's no current. I'm going insane. I want to go home. I want to go <laughs> home. I want to go home. Yes. I want to go home. If anyone asks you, what's the matter with you, my friend? Tell them that there has been a hurricane, <laughs> no water, no ice. Yeah, I think I remember it. <laughs> it was so funny because when I think back on it, I'm like, we were literally in a hurricane, but we just decided like, yeah. Amen. <laughs> These yeah, are like the U.S. kids in the islands, you know, experiencing right. things that we don't normally see in the States. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that was <laughs> yeah, it was like watching a movie out the window. And thank God for his, you know, protection. Protection and protection. And, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I think they had said, like, our house was one of the only houses that was not touched. Like, nothing destructive right. happened. Yeah. 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 And thank you, yeah, I don't think there were any um, casualties, but people did have some property damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So when I think back, one of the things that always used to happen to me when I was walking down the street, not because, I mean, one, because I look like you, I have your face, <laughs> but also because of, of the neighborhood, people knew us, people would stop me who I didn't know. And they'd be like, you're Janine's little sister. And I'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, tell us that hi. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> but okay. <laughs> And then I would come here and go, so-and-so said hi. You're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so. So I think it's really funny because that's a trait that's even true now is that you just have an ease in the way that you're able to make connections with people. And so, Thank you. yeah, when people bump into me, they're like, hi, your sister, how's? And people are always <laughs> to check in because they always feel like they made a great connection with you. So what was and is your mindset that makes it um, something that comes so naturally to <laughs> to form connections with people? What do you well, think? that is a good question, Jasmine. And I have to attribute most of it to how we were raised. Mm -hmm. We grew up in a household where there was lots of love. A lot of love was shown between mom and dad and us. And so it made it easy for me to reciprocate or for me to show that love even outside of the household because I was receiving so much of it mm -hmm. at home. 
And I was just talking to someone the other day and I was telling them that I miss you guys so much. Like I, I'm here in Houston and most of you, like all of you are over there in New York. And so I was saying, I miss my family. I always want to go home. And he told me, he said, um, he he tries to stay as far away from his family as possible. <laughs> and he said his relationship with his family is just very toxic. And he's like, sometimes it's better just to stay away. So it made me appreciate what I had as a child growing up in a home with so much love. Mm-hmm. And so I think I like to show others that same love that I received and hopefully it um, resonates and just makes an impact in their life the way that it had in mine, in my home. Mm, that's really lovely. I agree with you. I think that now as an adult, sometimes I find it hard to make friends and I'm always like, Lord, help me to figure this out. Like, I don't know, how did, how did we make friends when we were kids? But I remember mm-hmm. being younger and feeling like I already have this awesome group. I have my sisters, I have my family. So like bringing people into that love and into that group was easy because it was like, this is good. Like, this is good whether you come in or not, but come on in. Like you can have some oh, of this. Adopted someone into the family. Yeah. Glenda <laughs> yeah. and a lot of people. It just, it just yeah. turns out the way that they were friends. Like we knew them as friends, but then somehow they just came into the group. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, our cousin. No, that's not really your cousin. <laughs> but it's like cousin or, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So in addition to being a Toastmaster and a phenomenal mom, you have been in the military. You spent time in the military and you're a veteran now. And I wonder what was something that the military taught you about yourself and maybe something that it taught you that you feel like could be beneficial to other people? Thank you, Jay. That's a good question. Yes, I served time in the United States military, in the Army to be exact. And I joined in about 2004 and I served for two years. So I got out in 2006 and I got out on an honorable discharge, but I got out because of a disability. While I was in the military, I learned a lot of things. One thing that I took away that was key and main, like significant to me is discipline. And not so much that I've mastered it, like I'm not a proficient disciplined person, but I learned a lot about discipline while I was on my own because it taught me how to navigate things alone, like without without parents, without sisters. It taught me how to make my bed, you know, how to, organize your bills, how to pay bills, things like that. When I when I was in the military, I learned those things. I learned discipline. I learned how to follow, well, I already was following rules in the house, but you know, I learned a little bit more about following chain of command. Mm-hmm. And that translated into the regular world, like when I got my own place and I had to set rules for my children or I had to, you know, clean up in my house. So a lot of things, that was very key for me. Like I, I became very organized. I love to organize things. <laughs> and I picked that up from just the discipline that it taught me. I, I also learned that I was stronger than what I knew I was because of a lot of things that I've been through, like the exercising that we had to do, 
the way that they talk to you. A lot of people weren't able to handle it. They yell at you. They, um, you know, so a lot of people weren't able to handle that. Some, I remember one girl while they were yelling at her, she broke down crying. And I tried to like, you know, just tell her this is, it's okay. It's going to be all right. She's like, no, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> and I was like, well, you have to finish trading, you know, you're trading. And so I was just trying to encourage her. And like, it never used to phase me when they would yell at me. Like sometimes I would laugh or and get everyone in trouble when I started laughing, they make us do extra push-ups. But it was just a good a learning experience about how to be disciplined and how also to be a good friend. Not mm -hmm. that I, mean, I was already a good friend, but it taught me how to be, a, I think we called it battle buddies, like not to leave anyone behind. And I think that translated into my personal life, like with my friendships, I always wanna help people. I always want to go the extra mile for people that I consider a friend. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You are that kind soul. Yeah, you make connections and you remember people and you help people feel seen and loved. And so that's really cool that part of that, I think part of that is innate one of God's gifts to you. But I think also, like you said, that's cool that you got to develop that skill while you were there. Thank you. So I mentioned that you are mama to two lovely ladies who are now both <laughs> teenagers. Yeah, that has been fun. Yeah. My babies are growing up and turning into young ladies. My, young oldest, my oldest is now 17. And this year, September, she will be legal. <laughs> An 18 year old, and then my youngest is 13, going on 99. She's an old soul, <laughs> but I just love them so much. They have been my blessings. I remember when I was pregnant with my oldest, this was my first pregnancy. I was young, I was in the military, and when I got pregnant, I said, I didn't know if it was a girl or a boy, but I said, when I have this baby, I'm going to love it so much. I was, I was just so excited. And I was right. And she turned out to be just everything I could ask for and more. And then I got double. I got double. I got mm -hmm. another one. Everything I could ask for and more. They're, they're good kids. They do well in school. They listen to adults. They're good girls. So I've been blessed twice. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And they're so wise and they're creative. Mm. They are really wonderful. I remember when they were like this big and they were like little mini, little mini people and you can see their personalities and their little tiny selves, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah such individuals too. Like my oldest daughter, she loves, 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 loves to read. And I don't know where she got that from. She didn't get that from me. <laughs> I know it comes from our side of the family, but yeah, she just loves to read. She'll go through a 600-page book in like a couple of days. Not even, she probably won't take the whole couple of days sometimes, but she loves to read. And I encourage it for both of them, even for my younger daughter. I tell them to, you know, pick up a book. Sometimes I'm great at reading devotionals. I love to do devotional self-help books and, you know, encouraging books like that but I wouldn't sit there and read through a 600 page novel, <laughs> but she loves to do that. And then my younger daughter, she's more of a socialite, like, like myself. She's very outgoing and she likes to talk to people and she's an encourager. And so I see a lot of myself in her and I, yeah, I'm just, I'm very proud of both of them. Yeah, me too. 
<laughs> you should be. Nice. And you do an amazing job with them. So that's wonderful. Thank you. In closing, is there any any information or any any wisdom that you want to share with the audience? Any encouraging words that you think the people need to hear that you can impart on them? Well, I would just like to encourage everyone to be a friend. Be a friend. There, it's the day and age that we're living in now. There's not enough authentic people. There's mm -hmm. not enough love. There's not enough genuine people. So be the change that you want to see. And if you could just be a friend to someone, that is like, it's ideal because, you know, you would want someone to be a friend to you. So I would say just try to be the friend that you would want someone to be to you. Be a friend. All right. That is excellent advice. And I'm going to take it. I'm going to be a friend. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you, Janine Pemberton, my sister, for being here on this podcast entitled Sister, Sister. This has been a production of the Podcast Pioneers Toastmasters Club in District 46 for season two engagements, conversations, and connections. I would like to thank our president, Nirja Parang, our vice president of education, Bipin Chandriani, our designer, Sue Brooks, and our project manager, Jeremy Shatton, and once again, Janine Pemberton. Thank you. Thank you, Jasmine. And thank you, Jasmine, our wonderful host. <laughs> thank you kindly. Bye-bye, girl. Bye. Bye. <laughs>